I would like to welcome you to the table. I'm Royce. Today I'm joined with Jesse. Hi. And Adam. Hello. I don't want to bring this up. I don't know if I should thank you <laughs> or curse me. Curse you, yeah. The me, right? Adam? Yeah, you. Okay, okay. So there's been a hobby that has taken over my life the past six, six years. Six years. Six years. Six years. Um, and it's kind of a guilty pleasure for us to talk about it because there's no easy topic to roll into. You sort of gotten me into D&D, or did six years ago, uh-huh. and it has infected most things in my life. From I can't even watch a TV show. show it's like, how that. am I going to steal from this to put in my next D&D stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I've had some good times. It's been good times with friends, good yeah. times with y'all, because y'all are my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Friends. The, way, the way I put that kind of made it you know, sound a little bit contrived. So, again, it's jury still, if I hate you, <laughs> or if you introduce me to something that I will enjoy, because I've spent, you know, I've bought most of the books twice, because I bought them on D&D Beyond and D&D, mm-hmm. like in the books, period. Had some good times, though. So I, today I want to kind of talk about, you know, just our experiences with D&D and kind of roll into that. So yeah. that was my opener, mm. like how I got involved in the hobby that is tabletop gaming. You, you mean the black hole? The, it's, it's a black hole. It is the abyss, and I have stared deeply and wholly into it. Before, before any of us move on, how many sets of dice do you have? How many sets? Well, see, I bought a on special mm-hmm. on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It was the big old bag of dice. Oh, and the, eight, the... 18 sets. Yeah. And then I have the first set I bought, and then I have a glow-in-the-dark set, which I brought today because you said something about doing D&D. I was like, I'm going to bring me some dice just in case. Uh, then I have a metal one, and then I have, uh, let's see... There's another game's dice, which is discontinued from Fantasy mm. Flight, that, that Genesis. Yeah. yeah. I don't really count that, because they've got special symbols. Yeah. So, easily about 25? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, it. Yep. 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 And most of them are just, you know, run-of-the-mill colored dice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can never have too many dice, in my opinion. Because you just, you're having bad rolls, and you, Royce does this. I don't know if any of y'all else have, like, a little cage you put your, like, your D20 yeah, everybody in. Everybody has a dice Everybody show. has a Everybody dice who has more than 10 the dice. The first time I dice. ever played with Royce, and he had bought this big old bag of dice, he had a cuff. Rolls bad. He gave him normally two strikes. Yeah. If they roll bad twice Royce, in a row bad, they're done. He would just say, and while I'm done with that dice, and he'd throw them into the cup. And by the end of the evening of playing D&D, he was down to only one set of dice, and they were all mixed match colors. That didn't go, that didn't go into all the 18 sets. It's just what it's I just brought. just what he brought. It was, I, okay. I used the whole 18 whenever I'm prepping, and whenever they do good, I set them aside. Those are my player dice. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like a yellow D8 that mm, hits sevens and eights. Beautiful. Just perfect. Mm. And, and like it you never said, never let me down. This is a guilty so. pleasure topic for us. We, all three of us at this table, and a lot of, most of our friends play D&D. In fact, I've even got my wife into playing D&D. Yeah. And We're that's a whole other podcast talk, talk, topic later. Uh, and so, you know, we, we really love D&D. We would love to do more of these, you know, Topics of podcasts, more specific, and, yeah, more podcasts specific podcasts. D and D. So, like Roy said, we're telling our kind of our experiences of how we got into it, just to kind of tell y'all how much it's really helped us. For Royce, obviously, it's an addiction, and it's great. Uh, an addiction or an affliction? <laughs> yes, I, I think my first thing interacting with Royce, whenever I I, I will remember, I I brought it to the camp he was working at, and I said, "Hey, I'm gonna do D and D. Would you like to play?" And he's like, "Well, I don't really know," and I was like. Well, don't worry about it. Like, 
here's I bought all the books. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look through them. And he was like, I'm gonna play a dark paladin. Whatever paladin subclass is in the in, in a death yeah. No, 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 no. It, it was core rule book, it was in the DM guide. Might have been Oathbreaker? Oathbreaker, I think it is what Oathbreaker it was. Oathbreaker or Death. It was an edgelord paladin. It, it yeah. was it was an edgy paladin. And 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 my so, early twenties were we done. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. And and so, and so I remember saying, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, right here in the DM's guide, right here, I read this, and this because we we this was our staff trip." Yeah. And you're like, yeah. "Hey, let me read your books." It's like, "Okay, sure." Mm-hmm. And he read the books, and that became the most terrifying thing for me as a DM because suddenly there was someone else at the table I couldn't lie to. Mm-hmm. I nod. On those books, yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. You and did. I still gnaw. On them. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, I could do that. I have all. Yeah, again, yeah, affliction. And 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 so and so it's it's funny because like, what do you mean a dark paladin, like or a death paladin? I think is what it was. And I was like, what? he's like, no, right here in the DM's guide. And I was like, you're gonna stick to the player handbook. <laughs> <laughs> you could do whatever you want in the player's handbook. I was getting nerfed before session yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First time you ever played, like, you just pick whatever. And it was a lot of fun. Um, and then, uh, so like when I first started, me, me and Jesse went to high school together. He's, he was one year, one grade below me. Mm. Um, and so my freshman year, no, my sophomore year is when we first started like playing an actual game. Cause I kind of played my freshman year a bit with our friend Brett, who got us into it with mm. some seniors that I knew. Uh, cause my sister was a senior in my freshman year. So she graduated same year. No big deal. Um, and uh so i went over to their house like once or twice played a monk fell in love with it because uh apparently but apparently i was given this character and the character's original design was to show the dm how How broken broken monks are are. because he didn't believe it so they let me a totally new player no idea what to do what to do here's a monk here's here's the subclass this is what you're going to do every time because it works okay cool and i sat there breaking people's arms and like choking them out to death this was in 3.5 this, by is, the this way. was oh, a yeah. 3.5 so, edition yeah yeah so those so, you don't know so and our friend brett got us over here and jesse couldn't make it the first session nope and it was me our friend james and then our other friend noah and it was us three this is the first time we played D, and i had a blast and a half uh and then like we next session we had it at Jesse's house, and that was my very first. And that was first session. time he ever It was played. my birthday. It was my thirteenth <laughs> birthday. No, 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 no. You were because I was a freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was my thirteenth or fourteenth birthday party. I, I still have that invitation, by the way. Yeah, I made an invitation. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that was, cute. Yeah, and no, it was it's D&D. garbage. It was Star Wars slash D and D themed. I, it was I great. will show you the invitation. Uh, so. So the way I got introduced, so Adam got asked, you know, whenever he yeah. was a freshman and he kind of like piddled here and there and got into it. Brett didn't tell me a thing. Mm-mm. All right. He just said, we're going to play a game, a, a, a tabletop game, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm like, what's a tabletop game called? Uh, don't worry about it. I'm like, well, I need to, what do I need to do? He's like, don't worry, I'll make you a character and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. He's like, well, okay, first before I make your character, what do you, what do you think of this idea? You throw knives. With your mind. Not just knives, swords. Yeah, swords. And I'm like, with my mind? He's like, yeah, with your mind. I'm like, I, that sounds really cool because we played some Baldur's Gate on our Xbox. And that was one of the kind of magical spells was throwing these mystical swords mm-hmm. and everything. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Let's go. And he's like, cool. You want to be older man, younger guy? I'm like, eh, mid-age, be fine. He's like, all right. So 
bust open the first session, it was Adam, Brett, and Noah. The three of us were there. Mm-hmm. And all I know is Brett brings out all this paper. And I'm like, what is this? It's homework the video game. And he's, bringing out all, he's pre-made all these maps on graph paper. And I'm like, Brett was, is very smart. And I'm like, what? why do you have like your calculus homework or something here? <laughs> you doing homework while we're eating or something? He's like, no, this is the game. And I'm like, uh, okay. And we start off. Uh, we finally get settled down. Adam knows exactly what's going on. Noah knows exactly what's still going on. Noah was a, a barbarian minotaur. Adam was the monk. And I'm just like, I'm a mind knife sword guy soul and um, and so that's what i knew it though was i'm the mind knife soul guy thing and brett's like you're gonna throw swords and we started getting in the role playing and i'm just sitting there all awkward i'm like what is going on here and my very first experience with brett as a dm was i challenged his authority (laughs) as a dm that is a very dangerous thing to do and so i decided to fight one of his original characters that he used to play that he brought in as a npc mm-hmm. to be a pathfinder and a leader for us in the story and i challenged him to a fight well brett's very protective of his characters very competitive very from what protective I hear and very competitive and not, I forget the name of his character, but I don't remember. It was he, an Oathbreaker. That's it doesn't. It does. He doesn't even let the guy beat me up. No. The classic World of Warcraft meme happened. I don't know World of Warcraft. Leroy Jenkins. So Leroy Jenkins comes out. That's kind of like. That was Brett's, like, okay, I'm going to get involved in the world and put you in your place very quickly character. Yeah. A vindictive DM. Yes. So he brought out Leroy and Lueth. So so basically, Leroy Jenkins is Lueth. Is that, that's what we called him, was Lewis. No, 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 Lewis right. was a different entity. Was that a different entity? I'll talk about Lewis. Oh, you got, you got Lewis another time. Another so point. Leroy, I get Leroy into the ground, mm-hmm. and the NPC is just like, well, that's interesting, and I was almost dead, and for yeah. the rest of the campaign, I was on a hospital bed. No, 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 you weren't. Uh, you got healed that, that session, because I was also in that session, I specifically remember you falling out of a tree. Yeah, that's right. Because we get we because trees and doors are the worst, are the worst things. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. So so I I remember we were chasing a harpy or something with wings, and it flies above the canopy in the tree of the forest. And so we we're chasing it. And I'm like, I'm a monk. I'm gonna run through the trees because I'm like super good at that. And I'm like, I'm gonna follow. He's you. like, that's a cool. I'm gonna do it too. And so he's running. He's doing okay. He's like able to stay alive. I'm, I'm like going. I fail to save. And he's like, I'm gonna throw a mind sword at it. He's like, cool, go ahead. And he like rolls a one mm-hmm. at, on the attack. And he's like, hey, roll me a dexterity save or a reflex save. And he Failed. fails it. I rolled another so one. So he falls out of the tree <laughs> and like takes a. 2d6 damage i barely I think. remember that yeah. i barely remember and, that. and it is the worst feeling to roll a one and then someone like okay this is a consequence roll we'll go ahead and roll a save for that and then you roll another one <laughs> yeah. the only thing that's worse than that is rolling a third one in a row yes. because that has happened i'm pretty sure to everybody at this table yes well adam we used to have it to where we didn't allow him to touch our dice yeah adam is the meme around the table that he always has the bad rolls mm-hmm. 
And somehow, sometimes though, he just pulls off the best things ever in the game. But then the rest of the game, trash rolls. But when it really matters... I had a switch situation last night because I ran D&D yesterday. Um, one of my players is playing a Blade Singer. Okay. They're, they're only like, they were level two at the time. All the way up until like the final combat, he's rolling trash. He turns on Blade Singing and it's nat 20, nat yeah. 20. <laughs> it's like, what did you do? This is, this is supposed to be thematic and you're just like mechanically whipping everything. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on here? Uh, There's, um, I, I have the first session I did, uh, we incorporated the house rule. If you roll three 20s in a row, mm-hmm. you insta kill one. Insta kills. And, and, so, and so I remember because we, so here's how the first session went. Uh, I was a foreign dignitary because I did the I'm from the Eastern Land monk. Like mm-hmm. stereotypicals all get out. My last name was Lee because you know Bruce Lee spent off as everyone yeah. everyone does. Oh, oh, um, Jackie Chan. Uh, <laughs> He's much more better. I would no. I was on a huge, huge Bruce Lee kick because I recently read watched a bunch of I watched Another Dragon. He did go into Drunken Master once, and he did the Jackie Chan kind of Drunken okay. Master yeah. style. Anyway, time. no, that's not the point. So uh, the other session was uh, the other character was uh, James, and we're sitting there doing a dignitary party, and a giant rock, like meteorite, comes through and it hits the party and breaks off. When you said rock, I thought bird. That's exactly what he was. So uh, James was fighting a rock, like the bird creature yeah. that came and, from a rock from the sky. Yeah. So rock that's fell. Hot. No one died except the rock that landed. And so he was like a flying race that could do archery stuff mm-hmm. and had adamantine arrows and stuff like yep. that. So he was like really cool at it. And then Noah's character got introduced by being a gift from a foreign dignitary to the diplomat at the party. And it was a minotaur in a cage. And I was like, hey, James, you should fire at that lock. He's like, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, you should do it anyway. It'd be a lot cooler if he did. Because, <laughs> because we're supposed to free him. So like us three like go through and then a murder happens at the party. Like, and so we go through. I've never mystery. seen this happen before. No, <laughs> no. And so, so this wasn't a traditional like tavern start. So we go through, and um, can I say real quick? I've I think I've only done the tavern start once. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get we'll get that trope later. Um, and we go through. We go through like a mini dungeon and stuff like that. And we have and we go past this one. And there's a uh, uh we go past these jail cells. And there's this one. Like child, young girl trapped in there. Like, oh help! I've been captured. Da da da. Yeah, we'll let her out. Sure, we'll be heroes. Or I'm like, yeah, sure, for the people. I wish my players would be heroes. So so I let the girl out, and she's like, I can't really walk. That was like, all right, well, the Minotaur will carry you. Sorry, he smells. And so uh, and and so we uh, we keep going to like this sacrificial chamber. Like, whoa, what is this? There is like an unholy symbol statue holding like fire there's an altar it's like lit and all that i was like oh this is really cool oh it's lit it's very lit yeah <laughs> and then, and then and then our friend brett was like hey noah go ahead and roll me a fortitude safe he's like what why he's like, just go ahead and so he rolls and he fails and apparently he fell down paralyzed because the girl was a bearded devil in disguise with a ring of polymorph. <laughs> yep. No, it, it's 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 a good thing. Yeah. It's a good trope. You should definitely trick your players as much as possible. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, but not enough to where they don't do anything. Yes. That's just boring. You got to lead them. You got to give pull, give pull, candy. Pull, yeah, yeah. Yep. So so we end up doing this fight epically and then I end up taking one of my holy waters and just like pour it and like literally spit it into the wound and that works somehow. 
because this is our first session. We didn't know what to do. I was, yeah. I was yeah. literally and saying... Brad was just letting basically... Um, let it fly. I was literally saying, hey, if I want to do this, what dice do I roll? Yep. And he handed me a dice. Um, and so Noah ends up killing this bearded devil, like, turn two, turn two. of initiative. Turn And two. just, like, decapitates it. Yeah. And... And that rule stopped. stopped. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to try out this rule. It's like, I don't like this rule. <laughs> yeah. Because Noah, Noah was the type... <laughs> So again, he was a a, a Minotaur barbarian. Oh. Mm-hmm. He always played the weirdest characters too. Like yeah, weird, weird the weirdest combination. Noah. It was Noah, mm-hmm. and he would always, always. He didn't ever uh, roll poorly. He never rolled good. He always rolled great. Yeah, he, every time he's got them diamond hands. And thing Don- is, he, the, now that I know, I don't. I still don't know if Noah ever owned his own set of dice. Then. No, <laughs> he always borrowed one of Brett's or Nathan's dice yeah. sets, or Adam, one of Adam's sets. And so once Adam had like his cursed dice set and let Noah use them, Noah just rolled perfectly. Yeah, These dice t- are cleansed, <laughs> and and just I again, he was great. Noah was hilarious to play with, and yeah, Brett got rid of the the triple rule. the triple twenty yeah. rule after that, and, and it was kind of sad. I've started using that instead of rolling dice twice. Because you always get low for some reason. Yeah. The first dice is always, always maxed, good. and then then you roll the dice. Now, uh, the way Brett, because Brett it, was, it you works know, out, no limp crits. Uh, Brett was more the type to run a good story. Yeah. He's always been a very good story writer, and we love that about him. So combat, you know, he'd kind of challenge us on the combats, and he'd, he he played a lot of Fire Emblem and you know you know militaristic style games like that. So a lot of his, you know, tactics. Tactics. Yeah, that's the word. We're based off of those types of video games. And so that he always challenged us there, but any he got to the point like if it was a small character, if we rolled a nat twenty, he would let us just oh, yeah. insta kill. Yeah, and when you get in the later levels, it's it bogs down fighting the minions, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think fourth edition and, addressed and that. it was always just so refreshing whenever we got that nat twenty. And sometimes he would if if he could tell that we were having a rough time playing, this is whenever his brilliance as a DM would shine. If he'd he'd see oh y'all aren't having too much fun, we get to the bad guy at the end, and he's like. We rolled the nat 20. How do you want to kill him? And then we got to experience mm-hmm. and have fun telling the story then. And that was always super fun with Brett. And, and that goes back to the balancing act of being mm-hmm. a DM. You have to be a director. You have to be a referee. And then you have to be the opposing team. Yep. And if you don't balance those correctly, it can bog down the session to the point where no one's having fun. Yep. And, the, oh my gosh. So, so we, me and Adam have a lot of stories. Because mm-hmm. oh, it was every Friday Imagine. almost. Does that mean that's what, 10, 15 years? 11 years. I did 11. the math. Uh, 13. No, we've been friends for 13. We've been friends for more 13. We've been playing D- I've been playing D&D since 2010. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's been 11 years. And we would play... Every Friday, oh, yeah. almost. I'm getting back into the rotation of summer, like last before the summer began, we were going back and forth, mm-hmm. running sessions between me and this uh, Austin, who's the other DM in our group, and it just doesn't feel right to do that. So I was like, "Hey, Austin, if we want to play D and D, I want every weekend." Mm-hmm. So past three Sundays now, we've played, and it has been great because it's something. You want to accumulate uh, content like from books or mm-hmm. podcasts or movies and like incorporate. You're always thinking, how can I still borrow or plagiarize <laughs> yeah. this situation? 
been great. Sh- shamelessly, re- yeah. there's there's somewhere on the internet like the 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 rules of the DM or the rules of D and D, like unofficial rules. And one of the rules is just shamelessly rip mm-hmm. from anything and everything. Eddie Guerrero, yep, yeah, cheat and steal. That Latino, <laughs> the heat, baby. <laughs> Brett and Brett always liked to take a lot of uh, a love from Rangers Apprentice, the Rangers Apprentice book series. Yeah, he loved those mm-hmm. books. Absolutely loved those books. And I remember. Uh, there was a lot. Uh, there was some. There was about a, I don't know, three four months of time where we didn't get to play D anD D, and normally that three more three to four months was whenever it got a little bit more hectic for school or something like that. So there'd be a, sometimes every once in a while there'd be a space of like a couple weeks no sessions. But I would always me and Brett were very close growing up, so I was going over to his house almost every weekend at all, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so Brett would talk for hours on how he was running a, a session with some other people. Uh, or how he would like to run some sessions sometimes. And it was amazing to me. Then, as a brand, brand new player, everything that he was watching and playing and reading, that is how I'm going to write this story. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And for me, as like a person, I was a very shy person in, in middle school. So middle school and into high school, playing D&D, it did so much for me. It, it, it really opened up my friends group. It opened up my imagination mm-hmm. where I wasn't super shy. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a great thing, especially with some good story and good friends. Help help with your math, flux, <laughs> just yeah, like it, anime. It did. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, there is a lot that I've pulled from my DMing during the interviewing for the employees out of the summer. It's like okay, yeah. I have to you know present it like I know what I'm doing. I have to be confident in what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. So being a DM, it there's a low barrier of entry that will help you do other stuff. And being mm-hmm. a player, learning how to participate and do that improv with numbers and stuff, I yep. it gets a bad rap because of the satanic panic. Which I, have y'all summoned a demon yet? Like I bought the Necronomicon, I've read through it twice. I've got candles. <laughs> I've got quicksilver. I'm, reading moon stuff. No, none of no, my demons. No, I, we we did have do it. I'm Catholic. Um, yeah. We did have a time where we didn't play D&D for like, what, six months? Because uh, Brett's dad didn't think very highly of D&D. No, it's because, it's because his parents were divorced at the time. And, and that, that's when he went to therapy about that. He told yeah. us about that. It was so funny because his dad took him to therapy. Took him to therapy. Oh. And they sat there and it was like father-son for a while. and said, I'm going to talk to your son by yourself. Like, first therapy session. You go in, <laughs> talk about your problems. And then he left and he was like, so what are you doing? Like, this is a safe space and all that. And he's like, my dad's just mad because I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and the, the guy die. was like, oh, hey, you play D&D? I play D&D. <laughs> yeah. Talk about your game. So I get the kid to talk. <laughs> and they legit, like, we get back and he's like, I've talked to somebody. Re-. Like, we sat down and played. He was like, I've talked to somebody recently and this is a dungeon that he came up with. And that's when he told us he went to therapy and his therapist helped him build this dungeon. <laughs> and it was... Hilarious. hilarious because hilarious. Again, his dad thought that the D was a negative output he thought that it was straight yeah it can be but a lot of the stories for us was defeating the evil yeah mm-hmm. and and you know that was what was and as you get older you want to become the evil i don't that's you <laughs> that's you maybe adam a little no, bit so like that's also like whenever i brought it to the church camp you guys worked at i told sid Mm-hmm. Or boss man, I said, "Hey, boss man, the boomer is the boomer. I'm, I'm gonna, boomer. I'm, I'm gonna play D and D in the staff room with people. What's D and Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, okay. And like, let me think about it. I was like, sure, whatever. 
And then, like, you know, a few days later, he was like, hey, I noticed there's, like, a lot of demon stuff in there. Like, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. And I was like, well, we're going to just do dungeons, and we're going to fight dragons. Like, I'm just, is that cool? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. And then I snuck in cultists. They were dragon cultists yeah. anyway. But, you know, but, you know, I, I remember yeah. him specifically yeah. saying, don't do, do demons. Demon stuff. And I was like, sure, no problem. We'll just fight dragons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. And so, like, I remember talking to my dad. My dad's, he was a pastor, youth yeah. pastor, very, you know, very religious man, right? And I'm like, Dad, I got to ask you something. Yeah, sure, what's up? What's up? I'm like, are you okay with me playing D&D? It's like, oh, D&D? I yeah. love D&D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that play? You got advanced D&D right here? What do you need and, to know? And I you found out. The elf class? Yeah, I found out he played advanced D&D and... Oh my, I was like, no way, man. Yeah. And, he's, and so I'd come home and he's like, what you doing today's adventure? And I'd have to tell him what happened. And he's like, that's great. And I'd tell him every part of it. And he loved it. Like, and so it, to me, I was, I was like, oh, it's all about what you take from the game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and, like it's if you if you want to do Demon Hunter, Demon Summon, if you want to do an evil game where all bad people drowning orphanages in in if in you're rivers, gonna run that game, don't tell your players. Just tell just, each individual player, hey, make an evil character for this campaign. Don't don't, don't tell them all. Yeah, because yeah. I don't have to do that because all my except for one of them <laughs> they, they do it anyway. All, yeah. You have all murder hobos. On. Yeah, no. So like, I'm, I gave them houses. Okay, I'm sorry. And most of the murders were justified. Okay, I'm, except I for that farmer's daughter. We're not so, gonna talk but about yeah, that. so like, in so D and D is what what you make of. Mm-hmm, so like, yeah. you don't have to do demons at all. Yeah, you don't. Mm-hmm. You can do a game. You can do a campaign specifically for demons. But it's it's whatever you take out of it. And I think that's what a lot of people don't look um, at yeah. or understand about D and D is it could be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Well I mean you look into uh, into mazes and monsters. And that is <laughs> there's an article written about that situation that yeah. brings up the whole satanic panic from yeah. like the eighties. Good read. Yeah, so those who don't know, uh, Mazes and Monsters was a movie made in the eighties. Eighties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was what who everybody knows, Tom Hanks, one of his first leading young, roles. Young Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. He forgot the movie existed until it was brought up in an interview, if that means anything, okay? And and it's so based off of a true story about a, a kid who gets lost in a boiler room mm-hmm. in like the Yale or Stanford or uh, Stanford, a, a college. A college. Yeah. And then in the movie he becomes he convinces himself he's the character that he was playing. Yeah, yes. because yeah. he likes has a psychiatric mm-hmm. break due to college and, and distress. Saves. And so, you know, he became the that character. Sanity points is yeah. lower and lower. And so, like, one of the characters I fell in love with making was Pardue the Holy Man. Yep, we see him like of, 20 games. It's he great. Just Pardue the Holy Man. And and so that was from Monsters. Who wasn't even a holy man. He was a monk. I made him a paladin once. Once. Once, yeah. <laughs> okay. So That forgives all the other... The yeah, yeah, other yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Got it. So th- that was kind of part of... Those who don't understand, like, go watch Monsters and Mazes or Mazes and Monsters, whatever it's called. Watch a synopsis. Don't watch the whole thing. Yeah, don't watch the whole thing. It's not a good movie. It's it's low budget. It's low, low low budget. It's really not worth it. It's not worth it. For the memes, it's worth it. And, like, we watched it one summer at James's house. Yeah. And we watched the whole thing. And it was great. Because we were in. I I was in debate class with Brett Mm. and Andrew. And Nick marches Nick. Nick was because that, that was when don't he was dox playing. The man. Don't dox the man. Oh, my, bad, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. 
And um, we were sitting there because we got all our debate cases done, and we were like, we're done. Like, district's coming up next week. We're just going to goof off. And so we, mm-hmm. like, make D&D characters mm-hmm. in debate class, and our debate coach got so mad. He was like, are you quit talking about maces and monsters over there, whatever you guys call it. <laughs> and, and so, and so we, we, we made jokes about that and all that, and then that got Andrew into looking at maces and monsters, and that's how he discovered so the movie. movie. That and is so how he, he found he brought it. Up. He brought I'm not up. kidding. He brought it up. We watched it. And we're like, what the heck? <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a fever. It's, it's, a, it's a trip, man. It, it really is. Yeah. But, um, it's definitely something. But going back to Pardew, what's y'all's favorite character that y'all have made? Class, name, background, okay. uh, story. I have, I have put on this. We've talked about it before. I have two. They're my favorites. It is Balthak, the warrior. Yes. And Ch- Captain Chad Daniels. No, no, Bojack's. Bojack's. Oh, what was his last name? Uh, we just called him Captain. It was Captain Bojack's something. We always called him Captain. Yeah, it was Captain Bojack's something else. And uh, so, 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 Balthak, this is the same game. So, our friend Brett was like, hey, we're going to do a homebrew game. Go on D&D Wiki. That, uh, that is a door and, that I've never opened and, for my players. And just go. Everything had to be it's approved by door. him. You mm-hmm. had to have a flaw. Yep. And you had to have a, not, a, a buff. Not just any flaw, a very hindering flaw. Yeah. He, he showed you what the flaw was, and you got to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was Curse. And but my 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 uh, buff was iron stomach, so I couldn't get poisoned. And then I was like, well, what what about alcohol? And he's like, your curse is you can you have, you get drunk no matter what you drink. So if someone poisons you, you just become an alcoholic like that. I was like, cool, that works out. Very so, addictive. Yeah. So 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 Balthak was a half orc monk who uh, was a very powerful monk and very boastful and all mm-hmm. that. I've done contests. I've used my contest money to make a tavern called the suplex suplexing skeever um this is great and then and then and then when we, skyrim came out by yeah the this, way. this is around <laughs> skyrim era so if you couldn't tell i can only imagine um and so he died when we mind went flare. when we went underground and fought a mind flare which is where we introduced someone's new character besides mine it was I, Noah's. I think it was Noah's new character. I forgot what he was after the Leprechaun. He was the No, he shield. was the Leprechaun. He, he came, became the Leprechaun after Brett basically nerfed him into the ground about being a Pokemon master. Because he discovered that he, if he kept his cat, he, he, could, had, make he could make it OP. He could make it OP. And then Brett let him catch a Beholder, but he was too high level for Noah to control. He got so, Charizard. So, yeah, he got Charizard. Charizard. Yeah. So basically, so, Brett nerfed him. Yeah. So so I and uh, he ended up running across a grandmaster who was going to teach him the ways of the, the the twelve paths or something like that. My character's like, no, nah, I can totally beat up this old geezer, and I get like destroyed. German suplex sixty four sh- times, straight up die. Yeah. And so I'm just sitting there, and they finish dealing with this mind flare, and he leaves. Like, how are we going to get stuck here? And so Brett's like, make a perceptions check, and someone made a real high one. Is like over there in the treasure trove of the. Of the, of the cave, you notice a very intact ship, and then uh, you hear some mumbling. So they go over there, and then my new halfling uh, mm-hmm. appears, and he goes, hey, what are you guys doing? It's like, well, we need a way to get out of here. It's like, well, what do you think I'm trying to do with this ship? So I become the airship captain. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I looked, I, got, I took feats in it so I can move. I can turn one, one quality better than anyone else. Oh, yeah. Just for the superior movability. Mm-hmm. He's the greatest air captain ever. Yeah, ever yeah. Created. I kept balloons, keeping it as a distraction. But I had an air elemental in an engine compartment that actually moved Slavery. it. Slavery, got it. Yeah, I'm a pirate. Who cares? Yeah, okay, yeah. 
Um, and, Rebel pilot. And pirate. I will say this: Adam yeah. is one of the uh, one of the players that loves to just change characters. Just oh random. no! If you no. if you're not always coming from fun. the guy who is Pardu twenty times. In a yeah, row. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, no, like you you really like out of everybody that I've ever played with, you're like if I need to change character, I'm just going to change character. And I don't know exactly why you decided to change off of Ball Pack. You really loved Ball Pack. It's it's because it's because uh it's be- no it was because that was when um that was when Michael's Key Warrior hit the threshold. Oh yeah. And also oh. uh that was that was when um Joshua was a character. Nathan's yeah. Nathan's prince was the thing. So we had really two very well three if you include me. Those yeah. two were very strong frontliners. We, we had very overpowered characters to the point where I was like, I can't do combat anymore, or if I do, I'm just in the way. So mm-hmm. I literally became a rogue skill monkey that did lockpick, okay. tumble, and disarm yeah. trap. Because and I was like, I can break into stuff. And my favorite memory with this character <laughs> was we get to this thing. No, no, no. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. So, so we get to this part where it's a very long hallway mm-hmm. and it's trapped. Because I'm like, I'm going to do traps. Okay, cool. There's, there's dangerous, deadly traps. Okay. I tie a rope around myself and I go, if I fall into a pit, I can get stopped and pulled up. There's four Whale of Banshee traps down this hall. And I, I disarm like the first one. No big deal. Second one, I fail, trigger it. I die instantly. So they we drag my dead body back. back, and they they reach Always to my treasure trove, and the key warrior ends up instant teleporting me to a town where we know someone can cast. No, resurrect. we didn't have your treasure trove. Noah, we had to wait for Noah to poop out the gold because he was a leper. No, 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 no. I had a treasure trove at this point because Brett got tired of us using gold for everything. Oh, that's so right. So I had okay. diamonds on okay. hand for, for this, this reason, reason. Yep. and and so and so I got teleported away to. Uh, a healer, they resurrect me, I come back, and I go down the hole again, and I got advantage, or I got bonuses on the other rolls because I knew what traps they were and how to disarm them and how they mm-hmm. work. And I finally just got it, and we end up getting some treasure that we needed to free uh, some slaves, of some slaves yeah. that uh, Nathan's character was a prince of. Like he, yep. he was a prince of a country, and his whole population got enslaved by this mm-hmm. mind flayer. So we, ha- we needed it to cast a ritual or whatever and stuff and and so that was my favorite memory yeah of that and then so you go ahead jesse banking off of his the the two frontliners mm-hmm. along with the third uh that the reason why adam became just a skill monkey for us uh i was triple f i won't say the meaning of triple f because it's not appropriate uh and that was a different time but so he was a rainbow werewolf no, no, explain, explain, I, I, what do you I, mean? So, so he, he was very furry and very flaming. That's, I'll say the first no. two. I'm not going to say the third, because it's not appropriate. Uh, so he was very furry and very flaming. So he was a half, he was a, I abused the system. Me and Brett spent two to three hours building this character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I can't even remember all of the cross-classing, cross-mix of across everything. So I was a I was a half elf werewolf, mm-hmm. that a was golden the... elf, yeah. half elf were- werewolf. My mother was a, wo- a werewolf. My father was a a, gold elf. a golden elf. So I had major buffs from the gold elf and the buff from being half human. I also was an air nomad. On top of it, and then I went into a fighter class style off of the D and D wiki uh, called the Tenkin Warrior Master. So I was a samurai master. 
And my flaw with being a werewolf, being a werewolf gave me more buffs for speed. And also a small strength buff along with a couple other saves. So that's why the werewolf was there. Well, the flaw I took was rainbow fur. I was under the impression that the rainbow fur activated when I activated the ability. What does the ability do? The ability would put them into a hypnotic state for 1d6 turns if they failed the, the, wisdom, the will save or whatever save it was. I mm-hmm. think it was a, a charisma save. Or no, something. it was wisdom. Was it a wisdom? Probably wisdom because it okay. sounds like color spray. Well, uh, so it's something like that. It so I, 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 had to, <laughs> I, I had to make a, uh, they had to make a saving throw against me. Well, again, because of all the, the cross-classing and, and cross-mixed breed, the mutt of character I had made, it was near impossible to pass. Mm-hmm. So that's what it did. But the rainbow fur always stayed sparkly. I could not ever sneak or stealth. The, the best part was... Jesse did not know this until Til the first, first session. session. Like we're playing, and I went to hide. And, and Brett said, "Well, you automatically fail. There's no way that you're going to be able to hide." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "There's no way you can hide during those two hours that we're building that character. That I have to cripple him somehow." Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, so like he, the one way I found myself around it was I could get a cloak, yeah. and I could put it over top, cover and, up, and I could cover it up. But my face was still was still glowing. And so I, I had to take a disadvantage for a stealth save if I tried a stealth save. So he was my favorite character ever. Whenever I found out Brett had nerfed me that way, I never told him about the insta-kill ability. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite memory of Triple F that I ever had. So Brett is putting us up against a major, like, a huge villain mm-hmm. figurehead. And I had just gotten an ability... I forget exactly what it's called. It was a Japanese term for basically them doing a quick sword draw and decapitation mm-hmm. move. And they had to make a save. Again, because of the mutt of a character I was, it was near impossible mm-hmm. for them to pass the, the death saving throw against me. They had to make a saving throw against me insta-killing. Mm-hmm. And that was written in with the character. Brett didn't know this because he didn't read into the rest of it. Because mm-hmm. he was too busy he trying, too to, busy figure trying to figure out how, how to yep. cripple me. And I was already super fast. Mm-hmm. I could move, I think, 300 feet a turn, almost. Even more sometimes, depending on if I uh, uh, did uh, wisp or mist walk or something mm-hmm. like that. With uh, or something, it was called. Yeah, yeah. And so I go up to the guy, and everybody's like getting really triggered by, the, by him. He's killed almost everyone, or really hurt everyone else. And I go up to him, and Brett's like, you're going to solo him? I'm like, Yeah. And everybody's like, what are you doing, Jesse? I'm a beta tester. They're like, let us, let us all work, like, get around him so we can do flanking advantages for buffs and yeah. advantages. And I'm like, I got him. He's mine. And so in my mind, I'm like, Brett, make a death saving throw for your character. And he's like, what? Never will I forget the face Brett made. Well, yeah, because he probably spent hours building, building that character. Building this character. character. And you just... It's one shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, again, if, if y'all can, if, if I can describe this well enough over the podcast, y'all will see it in on the Patreon through the video. He's got his laptop up, and he's doing this while I'm walking up to him thinking that it's just a foolish move. And I'm just like, make a death saving throw. And Brett just goes, what? Look up my character. We just hit level 12 or 13. I'm like, I just uh, unlocked a new ability. Goes to the ability tree, sees me, he's like, Oh no. oh no. 
And I'm like, so you're going to have to make... It was basically like a DC 27. Mm-hmm. He rolled like a, a 5 for the guy. Instant decapitation. I just soloed him. I just soloed your anime right there. And, and so Brett is just heartbroken about this guy. And I just remember everybody's like, what type of character do you have? <laughs> and I'm like, don't mess with me. And that's, that's just my best character. Sure, he one-shot me later down the road. Gave me a taste of my own medicine, and I lost triple F. Oh yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. What about you? Yeah. So I don't get to play a lot. Yeah. Uh, Y'all have been involved in most of the sessions that I've (laughs) been a player in. Um, So most of my characters are memeing to useless, or become memes and useless. Like y'all know the full bird that uh, had the kids that you had to support. I had to support Um, my kids. I got support my kids. I got kids. 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 He's Slayer basically (laughs) as a ranger. Um, But the one that I remember that I you know, sat down and I tried to build something stupid with the basic fifth ed rules. I didn't have access to everything, and like, I don't think there was any rules out, uh, any new books out, because most of the time, yeah. the group of my friends we just play what's published because you know some of us are special in finding ways to do stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So it was a sorcerer multiclass into fighter, and the whole plan was to twin cast shocking grasp. Uh, her name was Don Von Ramsey. Uh, her dad was a cook, and she didn't want to be a cook, so she ran away. Um, worked with a like the best moment that I can remember from it because it didn't get. It was one of those sessions or campaigns that didn't last long. Is that I played captive for a half orc paladin to convince orcs that he was part of the HR department. <laughs> um, and being a paladin, he rolled high charisma. So yeah. That was we infiltrated a orc camp without raising a finger, and then we got on the inside and we tore the house down because we were two caster, two half casters, and we just laid waste to everything. So it was great. How does orc HR work? I it just works. It like Todd Howard says, it just works. I'll be honest. Okay, so like like Royce said, Royce has done a lot of the DMs for us recently, just because Royce does a really good job at it. So I think. I gnaw at the book a lot. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, Royce does all the work, so we don't have to. Uh, um, I don't know how much work I do nowadays. <laughs> and I can think of one of my favorite characters, either DMing for or your Catman. The last time I DMed, oh yeah, Blade Singing Wizard. That Catman was he hilarious. He was a lion man. Please, I'm not a filthy tabaxi. I have pride. Okay, and he yes, would, you do. He mm-hmm. would say. He would just do, oh, that's a catastrophe. Yep. The whole time. <laughs> you out here lying, aren't you? And I thought, I, I was like, I'm DMing. I'm like, this is great. This is I love this character. If I would have had more time to like chew on his backstory and stuff, I think he would be great because the whole thing was he gave us items and stuff. So I'm immediately thinking, we're going to build off the yeah. blade singing AC. So I think effectively I had a 35 AC yes. with items and spells. Yes. It's it was it was beautiful. Pretty good. Blade singing just magic girls for D and D kids. Yeah, yeah. So don't at me. I, I remember you. Were, I had y'all fighting a dragon, and I was actually doing the full ancient mm-hmm. dragon abilities, and I could not hit yep. you with that AC. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's strong." Yeah, they get me with a That's strength cool. save, I think. Yeah, finally, mm-hmm. I barely got you with the strength and save because I was rolling bad. Nope. Mm-hmm. So great, it's beautiful. So I <sighs> we. We got to get some D&D. Those who don't know, we really want to get more involved in these D&D podcasts. A lot of people in the community know that I want to do more of these D&D podcasts, not just talking, 
about our experiences and characters, but also uh, talking about how we build certain things. Royce, again, has gnawed at the book so much. So mm-hmm. there's stuff in the book I've never even heard of that Royce can just quote. Mm-hmm. And so we get to like character building. Uh, we can do character backstory building. And we, we want to get into certain podcasts of that nature if y'all are interested. Or what I would really like to do is some, where we just do a D&D session on the podcast and have some fun with that. Uh, but you all have to let us know about that. That was that would be what I know all of us would be super interested in because we are, as you can tell, uh, we're all addicted to D and D. I wouldn't say that's addicted. a tough word. That's, I can stop that's anytime a, I want. That's, that's a, a lie. <laughs> that I've played Skyrim a bunch of hours the past week, <laughs> so it's not a lie. It's not. I mean, we, we all have. I wouldn't say addicted either. A lot, okay. of, a lot of pop culture kills a lot of drive for me nowadays mm-hmm. for stuff. I would say that the, the reason why I really enjoy D&D is it's fun to relax and just do a world build I, I or mean, role playing and escape a little bit. Yeah, it is It is do whatever you want and you, know, you can make what you want, but the hard part is finding players who are willing to go along with your reality. At yeah. the end of the day, it is a cooperative storytelling game. Yep. If there's no cooperation, like there's bad chemistry, um, it just falls apart. As as Royce told me, he loves playing the idiot for D and D sessions. Am, he I is can't the, say the term I usually use. I am the DM's whipping boy. If you have an altar to an ancient god that I know nothing about, I will probably lick it for you. He did covered in blood. <laughs> covered he in blood. Straight spider straight blood. Yep. It wasn't spider blood. It was normal blood. It was, it was normal, normal blood. blood. For a spider demon. Don't queen. don't worry about that. Right, that I'm was, not that afraid. Was... I'm not afraid of doors either. Bring your doors on. I'll bust them down. So, like, like again, Royce is the type. Of, if oh, we're at a we're at a stop stop point. Everybody doesn't want to do the dumb thing. Royce is like, get out of the way. Because I got this goes you. Back to the DM. There's been a lot of things I have prepped, <laughs> and that have fallen flat because the players either didn't I failed to engage them in it, or they failed to engage themselves. So, if I see like, hey, touch me, I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna touch it. Let me phrase yeah. that. I'm gonna touch it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, I mean that that also goes into DMing styles, but that's another topic for another day, which we can Which we would love to do, by the way. We would love to do. Forty five minutes is not Yeah, we could go enough a lot more, to... but we're gonna probably cut here. Yep. I will give you advice. The floor to DMing and playing D and D is at its lowest ever right now. So mm-hmm. if this has interested you, find a Discord Find a game on Roll20, find your, I don't know if game stores still do it. The one so, time that I looked to going to one, uh, they shut down the entire world for a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I take partial blame for 2020 because I wanted to get out and meet new people and do a hobby. <laughs> so I'm sorry for that and I'll try to be better in the future. Adventuring or, League is what you're talking Adventure yeah. Leagues is what you're talking about. Or if you want us to be the one that's kind of your outlet or your, your kind of uh, what's looking glass mm-hmm. into the world of D&D. We would love to be that for you too, because again, we could probably do a session right now off the top of our hats. I have, have nine modules. I could. <laughs> I have a few solid ones in mind, and that's a completely another podcast. <laughs> that, that, yeah. So, if you want a, us to talk more about this, uh, down there in the description, he'll have an email address for the podcast uh, in the Discord. If you have something you want to run by me as a DM or a player. Hit me up. Just it's Royce on Discord. I'll be the guy that looks like Aaron Rodgers with the uh, the mustache. mustache. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I know that sounds dated, but it's going to be his profile picture my, for a long time. My DMs are, I think, open. If not, they will be after this. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Again. Slide on in. So, so we got... So, oh. Funny story. Since I'm not involved in the Twitter and the Discord and the, the Instagram, I had no idea what slide into the DMs were. So there was one time one of my players was like, slide into the DMs. I was like, you're going to start DMing? Great. i got a character spirit. No, no. I'm going to... No. no. I was like, oh, okay. You're born. Oh, fine. You played yourself. All right, I played myself. Uh, but anyway, hope you all enjoyed this. Hope we can do it again. Mm. Um, hope we can get more D&D because it is... It's fun. It's a love. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a fun topic. It's, it's, a, it's a community that definitely builds on itself. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah, like Roy said... And you can't play it wrong no matter what anyone tells you. As yep. long as you're having fun and rolling dice, that's D&D. Yep. You, don't, you can either play by the book completely or just take a few things from it. And magical darkness is magical jewelry. Uh, magical no, darkness. no. And your so wife with is that, the one I have a problem with that. Don't. The, uh, I will add her. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with that said, again, like I said, uh, in the description down below, we'll have it to where you can email, you can join the Discord, you can uh, go to the Discord, and if you have questions for it for Royce or Adam too, that who's under typical kid, or just at Sussy Baca, or just search up Sussy Baca, you'll find him. My DMs are not open. His DMs may be open. No, uh, I'm open your dms so let us know if you want to see this is the audio only version of the podcast if you want to see the video version that is going to be on our patreon which is in the link of the description oh, it's in the description with a link down below provided you're welcome i totally flubbed that it's um, fine it's fine uh we've only recorded a few of these today don't forget to like subscribe and click that bell if you want it doesn't hurt anybody it only hurts my feelings but it's okay i don't have feelings i'm a ginger um, and we brought our stuff to the table, but you know, what can you bring? Yep. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week or not to you. We'll at you really talk at you. That's what we do. <laughs> this isn't a conversation involving the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget that we all love you and that you're blessed and be the best people y'all can be. Bye. Bye. Bye.